that a son will make your job easy, amen? Amen. I can preach about hook caps and make an altar call, and God's going to move, amen? After a message like that, come on and give Jesus a clap off, amen? Hallelujah. Man, I don't care how many times I preach, I always get nervous, amen? Oh, praise the Lord. Come on and give Jesus a clap off this morning, amen? Hallelujah. Amen. Just, God's good, man. I just want to thank Jesus this morning. Amen. Man, I'm nervous like I'm going to go to the electric chair or something. Man. Oh, man. I ain't do it. Amen. God's good, amen. What I'd like to speak on this morning is the Father's dream, amen, or the dream of the Father. If you have your Bibles, let's go to the first, the book of 1 Corinthians 4.15. Amen. And the word of God reads like this. Even if you had 10,000 guardians or teachers in Christ, you do not have many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I became your father through the gospel. Amen. Let's pray, man. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, we thank you today, Lord God. We love you. We honor you, Lord God. We thank you for your life-changing power. Lord God, we just thank you for this conference this morning, for this service, Lord God, for an opportunity, Lord God, to let you shine, an opportunity to partner with you in the kingdom of God, Lord God, an opportunity, Lord God, to allow you to move in our lives. Move me to the side and have your way this morning. Father, we thank you, we love you, and we honor you in Jesus' name. Can somebody say amen? amen. Come on and give Jesus a clap off of this morning, amen? amen. The Bible says we have many teachers but few fathers. And, 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 and sometimes... When, when, when you're a father, you know, a father, natural father, spiritual father, uh, you go through headaches, you go through shipwrecks, you go through joy. Amen. Raising kids is not an easy job. Amen. But it's the most wonderful job that anybody can inherit. Are you with me, saints? See, dreams are fragile. And without proper care and nurturing, they would never become fully realized. I saw many dreams deferred in my neighborhood where I grew up. We all started out with potential and promise. But many of my friends gave up on their dreams because they couldn't see past the poverty that surrounded us. See, there was little room for dreaming when your dad is gone and your mom has lost her job or your brother is addicted to drugs. And, and, and under these circumstances, sometimes we think dreaming is foolish. And so now we grow up in a state, say, hey, I just want to survive. Amen? Amen. And sometimes we go through life like that. Amen? But when you give your life to Christ, 
everything begins to start over. You have a fresh opportunity in life. You have a different perspective in life. You begin to meet other peoples, amen? And, and, and it's impossible to be a great father without being the best son. I believe that with all my heart, amen? And see, every father has a dream for his family. Every father dreams that his sons and daughters will be successful, will have a successful family, amen? But the Bible says that we must be before we can do. And sometimes in ministry, we want to do before we can be. Hello, somebody. And the Bible says in Proverbs, I'm going somewhere, ain't got much time. Amen. But the Bible says in Proverbs 1, verse 8, it says, listen, my son, to your father's instruction, and do not forsake your mother's teaching. And being a father, a husband, is one of the great uh, opportunities that you can have. I always wanted to be a father. I didn't, I didn't have my I didn't have my first child. I didn't have a child, but I didn't get my first child, amen, until I was saved. And, and, and I always think, I, got, I thank you, because uh, I believe if I would have had kids before I got saved, man, I would have been a mess. My kids would have been a mess. But, but sitting down having a ringside seat of a great father and watching how he raised his kids, give you a lot of ammunition, a lot of um, nuggets on helping you raising your kids as well as your spiritual kids, amen? But every father dreams that, that his son's being a, a great husband, his daughter being a great um, uh, wife. You know, when a father uh, walks his daughter down the aisle, he's telling the, the, the son-in-law, the soon-to-be son-in-law, I spend these amount of years so she can be great to you. That's why you walk them down. And I said, "Hey, I, I, I invested so she can be great. I invested so he can be great. Amen. Amen. That's why you know sometimes being a son-in-law or being a daughter-in-law." Sometimes we don't understand the outlaws. But when you invest in your kids, you want the best for them, amen? Come on, somebody. I mean in-laws, amen? <laughs> Hello, somebody. But, but a father's dream, you know, that, that your kids, your children will be obedient to the call of God. Amen? That, that they will be obedient to the call of God. Amen? And, and, and I'm going to share a little bit uh, with, with, with Pastor Raymond shared. Amen? I thought he was going to wipe me out. But I said, well, we, talk, we can talk about the same thing, but from two different perspectives. Amen? And, and, and I'm going to go back to Luke. Amen? And I know we don't heard it many a times. 
but, but, but I believe God going to speak to you on this time. Amen. But, but, but every father, every father dreamed that the kids, not only the biological kids, but the spiritual kids, the children, will be obedient to the call of God. You, you know, you, you, you disciple, you, you work with the men and the women, and the greatest desire for the father that they'll grow up and be obedient to what God called them to do. Are you women saints? And, and, and I believe one of the greatest uh, attributes that a biological mother and father do is lead your kids, lead your children to Christ. Because if they grab a hold of Christ, you know, if they fall in love with Jesus, you know they're going to have a successful life. Are you women saints? And you know, my mama, she used to tell me, boy, if I can get you to Jesus, I don't have to worry about you. If I can get you to Jesus. And she would tell me, I'm going to tell Jesus on you. And, and one time, I told him, man, you can tell Jesus whatever you want to tell him. And by six hours later, I said, well, hey, uh, you think you can make my bond? <laughs> and, hello. And so when she would tell me, I'm going to tell Jesus, I, just, I would just run out the house. But the greatest thing she ever did was uh, 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 introduce me to Christ. Oh, you women saints, come on now. And, uh, and, and I believe the father's dream is that their children, biological and spiritual, that would be obedient to the call of God. I think every father can't wait to hear their son say, say, what you doing in life? What you got going? And it, it, it's just going to do something to the father when he hear him say, we're reaching we're teaching, we're amending, we're sending. I mean, just when, when, when Pastor Raymond said that, man, you, you just know that the sky's the limit for him. And you're waiting for your, your biological kids to say it, and you just know. Like, like Pastor Emmanuel said, get them on the living word virus, get them hooked on it. Hello, somebody. And, and that, that they will continue to flow in the vision, that they will open up churches, that they will open up homes, and they will disciple, they will see, you know, hey, just, just think about when you watch your biological kids and they do something that you used to do as a child, you, 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 you say, hey, man. <laughs> and then if there's something wrong, you rebuke them, then you say, well, I used to do it too. <laughs> hey, hey, man. And every father's dream that, that the children would, would take after the parents. Are you with me, saints? Yeah. And, and so, and so, but then at the same time, that, that, that the dream, not only that they would be obedient to the call of God, but they would be responsible with the call of God. Because it's a responsibility. You know, you know, sometimes a pastor told me, he said, he said, if my children don't lie, I'm not just going to hand the ministry over to them to destroy it. If I have to give to one of my spiritual sons, I do it. He said, because it's a responsibility. And imagine the father when the son said, hey, give me what's mine. Right there. Right there when he said that. He began to see death coming into to the dream of the father's vision.
Because disobedience brings death to the dream of the father. He said, give me what's mine. Huh? A father's dream dies or begins to die when the children are disobedient. He said, give me what's mine. And he gave to and he said he went out. And, and even though he probably knew that his son wasn't going to be responsible with it, no different than we giving our spiritual kids some, and at the same time we said, man, I hope they take care of it. I gave it to them a little bit too early. I bought them the car a little bit too early. Even, you know, my son said, Dad, when you teach me how to drive, I said, boy, you're not going to start stealing my car. Hello. Hello. Right there, I'm saying, boy, you're not going to be, once I, once you teach them to drive, whether they got a license or not, hey, hello. You wake up and it's gone. And, and I believe one of the, one of the, how can I say, one of the greatest fruit of a father that God will release his anointing on a son that is immature or a daughter that's immature because the responsibility is so great and immaturity and power is destruction. Because once the anointing is released in the favor of God, I mean, God's going to use whoever's available. But when you're not mature to handle it, and son say, hey, give me what's mine. He had the father's anointing, but he was immature. He had the power to go by any girl he wanted. And the father said, well, hey, man, she's not the right one. And ain't no telling who been in his ear. See, you also got to protect your kids who they hang around. Because they don't have what the kids have, but they can manipulate they, 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 they thinking. Don't, don't, don't tell your dad to give you $100 when you're going to go to the mall, man. And so he already got beef with somebody at the mall, and then our kids so green, they just want to go to the mall. <laughs> then he gets beat up. And then the little kid that took him say, well, I was trying to call security. And then here you are supposed to be a preacher. You and I recall the goon squad to come and meet you at the mall because your kid's in trouble. How many know sometimes the pastor still go out the window when it's dealing with your kids? Hello, somebody. And so, and the father said, man, it, it began to diminish, it began to die in disobedience. And the father began to long for his son because he said, man, it's still my son. It's just like when, you, when, when one of your spiritual sons, you know, when it goes, you still love him, and people can't understand that. Hey, man, still my son. And you hurt, and you long for him. When he come into church, you, 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 watch this. The Bible says that he came to his senses. How many know when the spiritual kid, son, or, or daughter, or body come to their senses, the dream begin to be restored again? Hello, somebody. See, that's the power of restoration. And he said, man, I, I just need to go back to my father's house. He don't bump his head a little bit. The little girl don't broke his heart. Hello, don't, don't, don't juke him for the little money. 
Hello. And now he's not the best thing since ice cream. She going with somebody else. But the father saying, only if he wouldn't listen, only if she wouldn't listen. But look at the heart of the father. The Bible say that he longed for him. No different than we long when our kids go AWOL for them to come back. You know, my, I, 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 this is a true story. I called my son. He, he's supposed to came with us, but he got mad at me before we came. He didn't come. And so, and so I called him. I said, what's up, man? You ran away from the house? I said, man, did you go to practice? No, I didn't go because he mad. He, he said he going to quit. I said, look, boy, you want your own money. That should have motivated you more to go to practice. So if you make the NFL, you ain't got to ask nobody for no money. You don't let a temporary situation stop you from a dream that you got, man. You don't let it stop you, man. And, and you got to know what you put in your children. And, and the father alone for them. And, and the church be the first one to kill your kids. Oops! There's no help this morning. Hello. And sometimes the kids be the first one to kill the church. Go hand in hand. It's a fight. But the father longed for him. Watch this. When he seen him, he ran to him. You know why he ran to him? Because in the Jewish, in the Jewish custom, it wasn't, it wasn't normal that a, a man that with wealth that had hired men would sweat. But really he ran to the son. Because to take the shame off the son. So instead of everybody looking at the son coming back from sleeping with Silly Sally, they begin to look at the father. So he, come on somebody. And so, so he took the shame off the son and put it on him. And then he told him, bring him the ring, bring him the sandals, bring him the robe. And the father covers us so when somebody got something to say, Next time they see it, all they can say, man, look what God done did. Hello, somebody. And, 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 and he took the shame. Hello. That's why the Bible said there's no combination of those in Christ Jesus. But he began to restore. Amen. And there's none more than a father seeing his child being restored, man. Because now he don't got a little mature. He began to understand. You don't have to tell him the same thing over and over. Because the school of hard knocks don't woke him up. How many times the school of hard knocks don't woke us up? Huh? Come on, somebody. Hello. But, but, but thank God for his grace and mercy that he still had his hand on him. That he protected him. Huh? And the father's dreams began to be restored through restoration. And, and the last thing, a father always dreams that his son would, 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 would take his spiritual inheritance, that he would be in line for it. The worst thing I think that bothers a father, that when he want to bless his child or his children, he can't because they're not able to handle it. They're immature. Huh? And the Bible says that, that in the book of Acts, he said, Repent and receive the Holy Ghost. But he said, it's not just for you. It's for you, little Pookie, little Bobo, and everybody that he called off. 
It's for this generation and the next generation and the next generation and the next generation and the next generation. Hello. And the fathers saying, son, daughter, you have to grab it because the next generation depending on you. And if the son, if, if the children don't grab it, man, we got to wait because the devil already is after the next generation. The devil is already raising drug addicts at the age of six when he began to get them depression pills. He began to get them written pills. Hello, somebody. And then you go to, then you take him to the doctor, and the doctor said, well, man, uh, I think he, what's that, ADHD, what is it? Yeah. No, my kid, my child blessed. He protected by the child of God. You're blessed. You got greatness on the inside of you. You're going to beat somebody. Hello. And, and man, if I had took my son to one of them doctors, hello. I said, no, 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 no. I said, let me talk to the teacher. I said, what's your weekly curriculum? I said, that's the problem. You don't have enough schoolwork to hold them. And we got to understand that the anointing is on our kids. Hey, come on, somebody. And when you sit in the school, and if it's 30 or 35 kids in the school, they're not going to be able to teach them because they're going to be trying to correct character the whole time instead of teaching them. So we need to put our children in an environment where they'll learn, where they can flow in their anointing. Come on, somebody. We're the fathers. Our father will always look. I, when, I, when I take my chick kids to school, I said, I got to talk to the teacher. And this is what I tell them. How you doing? My name is Mr. Sutton Anderson. This is my son. This is my daughter. And I'm going to make an agreement with you at the first beginning of school. If you have a problem with their character, you call me. I'm going to correct you. I tell my children, if you have a problem with the teacher, you tell me. I'm going to fix it. Your job is to teach them, and your job is to receive the teaching when you go to school every day. Come on, somebody. Hello. And, 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 but we, we want to leave. We want them to inherit the blessing. We want them to get what they have. There's nothing more joy when they see sisters and brothers taking up for one another. I know what that means. Amen. The father's dream that their, that their children will flow, the, the obedient, be obedient to the call, that they will be responsible for the call, and they will receive their spiritual inheritance. Come on, give Jesus a clap, Father. Amen.